1: We're two sisters on a mission to entertain... ...and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life.
2: Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast.
1: On this episode of the Girl Powerful Podcast, we have Anna De La Rosa. She is the founder and creator of Empowering Women, a multimedia platform including life coaching, literature, and social media. Through her platform inspiring over 5 million women... Anna is proof that allowing yourself to be quiet, to ask yourself, what do I want, will open new doorways to living your best life. Enjoy this episode and don't forget to like and subscribe to support Girl Powerful's mission of making all girls feel seen, valued, and heard. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We are so excited to have Anna De La Rosa here with us today. She is the creator and founder of Empowering Women. She is a life coach, and we are really excited to get to know your why and really dig deep into how you help women.
0: Oh gosh, thank you, for being I'm,
2: here.
0: thank you. Thank you loves. I love, you're so cute. Oh,
2: we're <laughs> and, sisters. Did you know we're sisters? I know. Yeah.
0: I just, yeah. it's like, I love that. I've never had a sister. I had three brothers. And
2: yeah. what's that relationship like? They're Amazing. To on her podcast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to sneak in on us, aren't they? No, I have, I'm the youngest out of three brothers and they were all older than me. And I was the last one. Mm -hmm. And the funny part about it is my mom and dad back then, they didn't find out what the gender was. So when they came to her and dad said, it's a girl, they said, are you sure? And they looked again like, oh yeah, we're sure. (laughs) So I was born on my dad's birthday.
1: Is that part of your why with why you empower women? I'm really interested. Do
0: you know why? No, it's not. I was born on my dad's birthday too. I literally, my why is because I was in a relationship from when I was 15 years old, Mm. got married at 18, then had Hannah at 24, and then we separated. But my why was because I had to always push down what I wanted to do. Or I always had to, I could speak my truth, but I couldn't speak it because it's, why are you doing that? Or what are you doing? Or, you know, it was just, it was that part of me, but I always knew I had a mission. Mm-hmm. And even though I could fulfill a little bit of it, I wasn't able to fill the whole, fulfill the whole thing.
2: Yeah. Definitely. You know,
0: well, yeah, so it's when just, did
2: you kind of figure out like, I am powerful. I deserve more. Like, was there an aha moment or was it just like Mm -hmm. over the years, all these thoughts trickled in and finally it became a big part of your heart and soul.
0: You know, in 2011, in November, the middle brother committed suicide. Mm -hmm. That was what did it that next year. I, or that next month, actually, I quit my career and started my own insurance firm but I was always in that man's world because I was the only woman with the full-fledged, you know, insurance firm. But yet I just really enjoyed all of the different things I was learning. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I wanted people to know that, you know, it didn't come to me right off the bat that I was going to empower women. But when I started that push on my business, then I started dabbling in the online space in 2014, doing summits and interviewing. And then, you know, one thing after another kept happening. And then I separated with my husband four or five years ago. And so we, this, the pull push and the pull and the learning and growing, I knew that I was here for a reason and it was to share my experiences
1: Yeah, it's really brave of you because I feel like every woman listening to this, either at home, like in a traditional marriage or relationship or in the workplace, we've all had those comments said to us or people not believing or people laughing at a dream or a goal. And so it's so important for like us or what we do with the girls and for what you do with women to really give them the support to be like your intuition or your gut instinct or your vision is so valid and so beautiful and strong and you can accomplish it.
0: And that is so right, right there. And you know what's funny? Like, because I have such a connection with men also, because, you know, because of my dad and my brothers, I have men that come to me and I love that. They want to know how to empower their wife or their girlfriend or, you know, so it's not just about women. It's about everybody as a collective, not being so superficial or putting everybody in the box or, you know, we all have gifts and talents. They're either it's your time now, or maybe a couple of years down the road, or maybe you don't know how to start, or maybe you, you know are afraid of it. I was, I didn't know what the heck I'm doing. I still don't know half the stuff that I'm doing. If it's, you know, in certain areas, yeah. but I always learn.
2: That's one figure it out. I wanted to ask you through your coaching, like If a woman or a girl had no idea what they want out of life, and I understand like a death can totally wake you up and shake you to your core. like, I have to live this life out like the best way Mm -hmm. I can. But if someone doesn't have some triggering moment like that to, you know, shake you, what, what, how do you tell women to like tap into themselves? Like, can you give us some like tips on how someone could get everything they want out of life because they deserve it?
0: Oh, I know. Well, first they need to start getting quiet Mm. and getting that craziness out of your, you know, head. And I really think what's helped me is journaling. Yeah. Even if I don't know what to journal about, even if I'm like, what the fuck, whatever, you know, I don't know what to say, you know, I'm writing, it comes to you because when I started on the journey and I started doing summits, I started my first one, it was called the art of manifesting money. And I was interviewing ladies. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say, but I started because if I didn't just start, I would procrastinate and I wouldn't do it. Once I started getting it going, you know, I realized that little things kept coming to me or it'd feel good or, but I would get in nature. I would meditate. I would journal. The number one thing is start asking yourself questions within that first three seconds you're going to get that answer. Once your mind starts setting in and you start, you know, contemplating or whatever, then you know that that's not what it is, but starting doing some journaling, asking yourself some questions and start when you start, does it feel good and listening to your intuition?
2: So just say like, what do I want?
0: Yeah. Like literally it's like, what do I want to do with my life?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, why, why do I have this amazing feeling inside that I'm called to do something better? But I just don't know what it is. What is that? You know, and you I, just go. I
1: love like working with the chakras because I'm Me too. a meditation teacher. So mm-hmm. it's I think it's really powerful whenever we do anything with the solar plexus, which is mm-hmm. you know. Right in the core of your tummy, but it's like I stand in my personal power, and I feel like that's a great question to ask yourself is like, what does it mean? What do I feel like? What am I wearing? Who am I around? Like, yes, when I'm standing in my power, and that's right way to just start journaling and you know,
0: manifest that's great, exactly. And you know, I also noticed that who, what am I thinking about? And you know, what really triggers, like really gets me lit up inside and the chakras, the energy work, the meditation, the yoga that's really got me into where I needed to be because of the energy as well as I was in my power. And that's what it was.
2: Yeah. I think it's important for people to to just like realize who they're around when they feel good too, it could be that simple. Like today was a good day, and you're like, wait, what did I do? What did I eat? Yes. Where was I? You know, did mm-hmm. I even take a couple breaths today? Because I'm definitely someone that holds my breath, like probably most of Americans.
0: Oh. I don't. I like did used to. Today. Yeah, I used to. I would go all day without breathing, and I thought, oh my god, I need to breathe. But you know what? I noticed that when after I had Hannah, believe it or not, I gained like 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I literally had to learn and restructure my entire body. So me trying to eat right and me trying to figure out what worked for me, you know, that was a big thing for me in my aha moments too, because now, you know, it's been 13 years since I've lost all of the weight. Um, but I I knew I can't go back to certain things of, you know, eating because I want to be clean. I want to feel good. I want to, you know, not, you know, suppress myself down with, you know, the heavy foods and stuff like that. But really, when you think about it, the foods, the relationships, the job, everything, all is coordinated in the same. And if you want to fix one, you can fix all.
2: Yeah. Do you think that we can have everything at the same time?
0: You know, how oh, yeah.
2: speaking, you think so? You know, people are like, sometimes you can't have it all.
0: No. Well, and that's just a perception of theirs. Right. That's right. And we don't realize that we have a lot of those perceptions as we grew up from zero to seven, we were programmed in our households and we carry all those things that we don't even have a clue about. But when you start being aware, you start listening and quit being so busy. That's where it sinks in.
2: I'm so upset like with so many people, like seeing them get back on the hamster wheel after the pandemic and like
0: all the Mm -hmm. lessons
2: we all learned being at home. And even me, I'm guilty of it. I was doing yoga every day and taking long walks and just being so much more mindful and calm and just like my nervous system was like functioning at a higher level. And now it's like just the hustle culture is like on speed, you know? Right. Why, right, why and are people forgetting that? We had a whole year of lessons.
0: I know we did. And a lot of people are so used to that programming and they think that if they are not being busy and they're not hustling, they're not productive. That's what I went through when I first started my business. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't, I, the reason why I found meditation and Kundalini was my thing that I found. You yes, do. I love Kundalini. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So that's what found me. It found me mm-hmm. when I first started my business. But after a year of me growing and in hustle, and I was falling apart inside. And then once I found out, you know, I needed to start slowing down, then I realized that my relationship with my husband wasn't what it needed to be because my whole internal system is changing, right? you know, and it's shifting. And so literally they were steps that I needed to take, but I was so far off into another dimension. That I needed to, I didn't even think I was.
2: My mentor in yoga, um, kundalini training, I was starting in 2021 of Jan or 2020 of January, January 2020. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like dating someone, and I told my mentor, Giancarlo Marcocini, he's actually the CEO of Yogi Tea. So he's big into kundalini, it's their whole lifestyle. Yeah. And he's like kind of just giggled at me, and he's like, you're not going to end up with this guy because in nine months, you're going to be a totally different person when you're That's done with right. this training. And I was like, yeah, and I believed him, but you know, sometimes you're like, wait, I think I'm in lust or love or whatever. So I don't want to think about a breakup right now, but totally those people, he peeled off like in like 30 days. There was like That's that right. powerful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That quick.
2: Yeah. When you tap into who you truly are and Kundalini is one way to do that. Yep.
0: And it is a mm-hmm. fast
2: track to do that. Yeah, for sure. It
0: really is. Because I, I told it happened to me. Yeah. I didn't even know about it. I, I didn't even know about me. I didn't even have a, I was a people pleaser. I'm, I didn't even know that I was an empath until I started that. Yes, that it will
2: crack you open like that. So who introduced you to Kundalini?
0: Well, whenever I started my summit, like I was researching and I saw this thing online and read it, never even heard of it. Mm-hmm. And I just, it was some girl, she's not even around anymore. It was just someone that was doing it, you know, uh, teaching it. And I just started reading on it and I freaking loved it. Now I, I listen to jaw devs. Is it, mm-hmm. is that him in California? Yeah. Yeah. And all the ones I love all of those. Yeah. And I just, I never can get enough of them. And, I know. and then I started listening to Gabrielle Bernstein and, you know, you just, all the ones that are involved and yeah.
1: yeah. I love it. Um, you have a huge social media platform. So you do your coaching, but then you also have empower women quotes mm-hmm. and manifesting junkie. Yeah, so, uh, congrats on the success of it all. But I'm just wondering like, one, how do you have time for it? And two, like, How did you build it that to be, is it just because people are craving that information and that empowerment or do you Mm -hmm. put like work behind it?
0: Well, in the beginning, when I first started, I just had my own personal, but then when I'm trying stuff in 2017 and 2018, Mm -hmm. I started the Manifesting Junkie and I started the Empower Women Quotes. It used to be called Boss Babe Quotes when I first started it oh. like back then. Yeah. I then I me too. Yeah. Yeah. It it's not the ones in 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 California. Natalie is her name. It's not her, but I changed it because I didn't know there was one around. Right. And I didn't want to get any type of like trademark or any type of issues. So um I changed it to Empower Women Quotes. And when I first started my Empower Women, like within the next couple of months, it grew to 40,000 people following it. And it, I knew that there was a, a craving. Yes. Wow. It was crazy. But then I noticed as I wasn't feeling visible and I didn't want to be seen, like I would work behind the scenes, still going through divorce, still trying to get all of the things going on. Cause I have a you know, teenager. I'm trying to find out where I'm doing, what I'm, you know, where I'm at businesses and all that. I noticed that my following stopped mm-hmm. then whenever I started deciding I wasn't going to not be visible anymore, you know, and I, I post every day. Yeah. I do not schedule it. I just get on there and post. So I they, went for months. Yeah. wanted
1: to see you. They wanted yes. to see the woman behind mm-hmm. Like what you're eating. They, drinking, exactly. You go for a walk around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That,
0: right. Yeah. That, yeah. It's. And, but then I noticed that with my manifesting junkie, it wasn't like that. I was at 13 K and it took me like, I want to say a year to get there. And then I went up to like 20, but then it dropped. So I had to go with the flow. Like I, it's, it's all, i never really look at numbers and that's when it started growing.
1: Hmm. I really? didn't look at the numbers. It's like when you watch a pot of water boiling, it's like, it never, <laughs> it never goes. Yeah. Then no. you kind of detached from it. And there you go.
0: And the analytics and how it's working and how it's going and how is this, you know, I, when I first started, I do everything, my blog, I do all the posts, all of this and all that, you know, everything. And I learned the mechanics and the mechanisms behind all of it that I went for six months or something and didn't go in and um, in the beginning post or whatever. Then once I got a divorce and really, shed it like I'd got rid of any baggage or you know just really started being more present even more the growth like I went from a million total across all platforms following and subscribers and you know stuff like that about in 2019 and then I'm already at five million now but It's because now I'm showing up, I'm sharing what I went through. I'm not feeling like I'm not worthy and I'm getting rid of all the baggage and I'm really being present. And that's one thing I post every day. I'm very authentic. I answer all my questions and messages and I never schedule anything if, because I want to be what I'm going through.
2: Yeah. People resonate with that. I think it's important. What is it your is. favorite, what is your favorite quote, maybe yours or maybe from someone else that you've posted and you're just like, oh yeah, it gets me every time. <laughs> like, what is your favorite quote to share with people?
0: Well, you know, I have one that I did personally was, you know, don't beat yourself up about the story that you tell yourself. Mm. Just can start. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's it. Yeah. Just go. Keep focused. I don't, I look at people when I'm going to interview them for my blog. And when people pop up on my stuff, I like, and I, I answer the questions or whatever. I don't scroll. I don't yeah. look at people. Yeah. I'm very mindful about my energy because I'm trying to hold containers for women. I'm trying to hold containers for people that need me yeah. and I don't want it to go out.
2: That is, yeah, that I, I heard Jay Shetty say something similar to that on the Ritual podcast about mindful um, social media, and that's what he said: like go on there with an intention to, like, you know, maybe see what your peers are doing, be inspired, yeah. communicate with people, and then get off. Yeah, like it is. That's right. Stuck. I am so guilty of it. I waste so much of my time. I, I would say, yeah, I'm addicted to it, and there's yeah. it's not serving me in any way. Right. So I mean, I'm going to have to change that immediately. But,
0: you know, and there's all those little things that you need to, but you know, I started out on Instagram. That's where I started. I didn't do the Facebook, even though everybody was doing the Facebook. I feel like that's family and that's people like creepy men messaged me there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Sonia was on Wheel of Fortune like two years ago. This is so embarrassing. And she was getting all these messages on Facebook from like super creep men well, that were real.
0: They were just in like West Virginia. you
1: on Wheel it's of Fortune. Right. You are so beautiful. Can I fly you to North Carolina? I won't hurt you. I promise. That See was-
0: now, right there was the red right flag.
1: <laughs> I won't hurt you. I was like. I promise.
0: Who i'll be
2: gentle
0: yeah i'll be gentle i promise
2: and so, that- just to make sonia upset everyone go google her youtube <laughs> of her she yes. set a record for the most bankruptcies on the wheel of fortune
0: that's beautiful <laughs> i love that
2: $8, yes, she won.
0: <laughs> See, isn't that funny
2: yeah those and are the that- good
0: times right all these yeah. stories are great
2: yeah and then she took me and my mom to see paul mccartney in vegas so that was pretty cool yeah Yeah,
0: that's good yeah i love that (laughs) and i think and it's it's so so good that y'all
1: spoke spanish on the wheel of fortune too it was it's like probably
2: should be documented like (laughs) as the best the worst episode she answered (laughs) one of the puzzles it was spanish words anna like she and then (gasps) pat we don't really speak Spanish on the Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) You just lost because you said playa, like Las playas, like beaches. you said that. Oh
0: my god, that That is so funny. I love that.
1: I mean, it was very stressful, so.
0: (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I
1: I don't even like remember the day I was so stressed
0: out I know you were because I get like that too when I'm going and doing different things especially I remember my first talk show when I was on I was freaking out oh yeah I didn't even remember it
2: no and then it's like you you work so they're like what do you do what do you do I don't know we're like um I hosted a panel in Hollywood and I didn't even introduce myself or anything I just went with my cards I just like went rapid fire questions at the panel and everyone was like what is going on I was just so scared i know and they're like who's this lady she didn't even say her name or say hi <laughs> but now look at you
0: yeah yeah look at you i love that, that was but you know what
2: long ago i think hey, what's funny over that fear finally by us swinging. showing
0: up mm-hmm. yeah. showing our stuff and uh, uh, showing our shit that's what it is we love i love that because i get all kinds of crazy stuff all the freaking time <laughs> and we're not i mean we're all human yeah. And it's not perfect. Yeah. That's pretty, I'm sure. It's not yeah.
2: perfect. And I was reading through your website and it, when you talk about coaching women, you talk about digging deep and teaching them how to do that. And you hear that a lot. I feel like I've used it with the girls. Like don't write a one word answer, like dig a little deeper. I've said that mm-hmm. like off the cuff. What does digging deep mean to you?
0: Peeling back that onion. Mm. Each, when you have a question And you get an answer, then go back in. And if you have the emotions that you want to get rid of, or if you have stuff that's been triggering you for a long time, or, you know, there's a lot of things that you can, you know, like journaling or, um, just peeling it back until you don't have any more questions because people think, what the, what is that? Well, you you know what, have you ever stopped to really get quiet and really ask yourself,
2: no, people are Why?
0: Yeah, I know. They don't want to sh- face their shit. And that's the bottom line.
1: Well, you and know, sometimes I've sometimes it's like outward facing. That's right. They can also seem like they do dig deep or they do write beautiful right. things. But like sometimes I find myself like in a yoga class or a workshop and it's like you almost want to like shake inside because you don't right. really want to write down what your true desire is or what your true truth is. Because then you're going to have to face it and then you're going to have to work through it and figure out a plan. But I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm like feeling that right now. Like,
0: yeah, I know. Cause I've been there and I still go through it today. There's just little things that we go through or we don't realize, Oh my God, I still need to work on that. You know, that's triggering me. You know, I need to work on that. And really knowing that when something's shown up in your life, And you're getting triggered and you aren't even involved in that, you know, that whatever they're saying or doing, I need to work on that on me because really whatever people you're in front of, or you see, or you're having a conversation with, and it affects you in some way and you feel it in your body and you really get pissed or whatever. And it triggers you, you know, that that was brought in from the divine to help you get present and work on that. And maybe at that time, it is your time to work on whatever it is. If that makes sense.
1: Makes total sense.
0: Yeah.
2: Why
1: would
0: you (laughs) not being honest
2: about?
1: No, I just feel like sometimes like everyone has the opportunity to really write their truth or not. Mm -hmm. And we have that choice. Yeah. It's really, you know, I feel like a lot of times when you're in a meditative state, a lot mm-hmm. of
2: things
1: do come to you they do it's up to you it's your choice if you want to address mm-hmm. it or mm-hmm. shove it back down and have keep
2: living deal with do. it later
0: yeah because there's so many masks
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think masks are scary
0: <laughs> i know i don't want to wear a mask anymore
2: <laughs> yeah me neither it's not halloween i know <laughs> halloween, hey. guys
0: i know well yeah, but but what Oh, I was just saying, I just love y'all. You're so amazing.
2: Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, we always end every podcast with this question and it is what makes you feel most alive? Singing. Woo. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. I can sing girl.
2: Alone or in front of people or what's what?
0: Well, I just love to sing. I don't care. I just love I can to tell sing. You
2: have a good voice. Really?
0: You can? Sing something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> sing okay, something.
0: wait. I, the other day, this is funny. I just got back from Dallas being with Hannah for a, a week with her softball. She has a softball, softball scholarship for college. Amazing. But she has two more tournaments that she travels with. And um, the funny part is, she can sing too, but she was on the phone with her friend and her friend said, Do you sing? And I said, "Oh, I, I do." And she said, "Stop it! Yeah. No mom does that." Yeah. Get off. So I said, "Okay." I went. He's like, "Well, go sing." And I said, "Okay." She muted me and <laughs> laughed. Oh my God, she was having a great time. So I was gonna. Let me think of the song that I was singing. Yeah, okay. and then we
2: can find her friend, and we're, we're gonna. Yes. We like, can, can send, send it, it to up. Hannah
0: on her Instagram page hey. and be like, "Yeah, yeah. your mom. We got you, girl." <laughs>
2: Isn't that
0: funny? you, gotcha, um, girl. is that funny? We got you, love. That's um, funny. let me think of a good one really quick. Okay. It's for my it's by Mariah Carey. Fantasy? Baby walk by
1: after night. Probably
0: no, not that not. one. <laughs> oh, oh, here it is. Ready?
2: Yeah.
0: We belong together, baby
2: yeah <laughs> we all belong together. I love that. That is
0: beautiful. Isn't that great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So where can I? I can't wait to find- see my face. Oh, oh interesting. You were <laughs> definitely on
1: American Idol <laughs> in that like three
0: seconds of time. <laughs> oh my god, that's so crazy. Yeah, but I'm always singing. I'm always doing crazy stuff, and I guess you know I spent so long. You know, I'm, I've always been this way, but I never was able to let it all hang out
2: well, it's important <laughs> and I think that's the best way to model like fun and living your life to the fullest and just go out there and do it and sing on podcast and close your eyes and feel feel it feel alive. hey Perfect. I loved
0: how y'all said y'all incorporate laughter in heck yeah that's my medicine
2: oh my gosh of
0: course of course mm-hmm.
1: yeah where can everybody find you and what's next
0: well, um I have my main Instagram is the Anna Delarosa or my empowerment is Empower Women Quotes with an S. And then Manifesting Junkie is the one. Now chance, my dog has one too, and he's crazy. Um it's chance dot the boxer if they are a dog lover. But um j dot com. And I write I've been starting to write articles and magazines. So yeah. Um yeah, I've just I've been doing that and you know, just growing my platforms and organically and you know, I just really just continue to coach and be that container for women.
1: Love it. We'll keep
0: shining. Take a leap.
1: Yes, keep shining bright. Thank you so
0: Thank much. You. Sure. Thank you all. Mwah. Thank Thank
2: you,
1: bye, Anna. Thank you. Bye. Bye
2: thanks to our guest. For more information on her, see the show notes. Please hit subscribe if you have not
1: already. That way a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.